Welcome to the Instagram Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Hill. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you tuning in. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, welcome. Here's what I do. Every two weeks or so, I sit down with an Instagram expert and I get them to share all the secrets. What are the things they tell their clients? What are the things they charge people to implement? You want to know those things. And to be fair, you may or may not have the budget in order to buy some time or work with these people. However, when they come on the show, I ask them the hard-hitting questions, the things you want to know, the strategies that they've implemented with their best clients so that you can get similar results. If you want more Instagram information, and let's be honest, you probably do. Instagram is a platform that's constantly changing and evolving. It's almost a full-time job to keep on top of all those changes. I have the solution. Every day, I do a three-minute podcast, also called the Instagram Stories, which you can find on your smart speaker if you use an Amazon Echo or a Google Home device or Google Nest, or you can find it in Apple Music, Spotify, Pocket Casts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Look for the Instagram Stories. I do a three-minute clip talking about new features, things they've added to the app. They move this button over here. They changed this feature, so now it works this way, but you have to have this many followers in order to access it all sorts of things like that. You can find that on my daily show, The Instagram Stories. A lot of times I even add clips from the Instagram team right into the episode. So you hear that it's not just me giving my opinion, but this actually comes from the source. Then sometimes I add some context for those clips, explaining why what they said is accurate or maybe not realistic or something else. Hopefully you like this content that I'm creating. If you do, the best thing to do is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can search for the Instagram Stories, which is The Daily Show, or the Instagram Stories Podcast, which is the longer interview episode that you're listening to right now, and leave a review. If you think there's something I need to work on or improve to make the show better, send me a DM at Daniel Hill Media. I will fix it, and then you can leave a review. This is really the best way to help me to kind of say thank you so that other people can find the show. If you would like to support the show in a monetary fashion, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash IG stories. Again, buymeacoffee.com slash IG stories, but I'll leave the link in the show notes. This way you can find it easily and quickly. I'm not trying to make anybody's life complicated. Today on the show, I'm very excited because this is the first time I've had a product creator on the show. Today's guest is Matthew Pierce, and he made an app called Hashtag Slayer. And let me tell you, in my usage of it, it has been an excellent experience. I wouldn't have Matthew on the show if I didn't like the product that he created. I think you're really going to like it too. I interview him about the backstory of why he created this app and what makes it different from all the other things that are out there that claim to help you with your hashtags. I love his story. I think you're really going to like it too. And listen all the way to the end because normally you get a seven-day free trial of Hashtag Slayer app if you just enter your email address. But with a special code for listeners of the show, you get 30 days of free usage. So there you go. We want to give something to the listeners. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, here's today's episode with Matthew Pierce. Today on the show, we have Matthew Pierce from the Hashtag Slayer app. Matthew, welcome. Hey, Daniel. Thanks for having me. Matthew, for people who don't know you, can you please tell us who you are and what it is that you do? All right, real quick. My name is Matthew. I'm a developer and marketer from Canada, and I'm the co-founder of HashtagSlayer.com, which is a tool to optimize your Instagram hashtags. How did you start not only 
creating this tool, but how did you get started with Instagram? Let's let's do that one first. Whoa. Okay. Going all the way back. Um, I mean, I started using Instagram right when it first came out and I started getting serious about it when I actually built my own social network. So previously I built a website where anyone on the internet can draw comics together. So someone draws one panel and then someone draws the next and someone draws the next, like a game of telephone oh, with uh, comics. That's actually, that's a really cool concept. I like that. Yeah. If you, uh, if you like Google draw comics online, it's actually like right beneath New York times and Canva. So it's a, uh, yeah, it's still going. Um, but building that I had to generate a community and I did that really by siphoning my users from Instagram. So I started getting really into the uh, artist community on Instagram and that's where I learned how to how to grow and get a following and start to learn what not to do with hashtags. How did you start to develop this tool? Credit for that definitely goes to my wife. My wife, Danica, is the co-founder of Hashtag Slayer, and she used to be a Instagram marketing coach. When she was doing this and working with her clients, she found that so many of them struggled with their hashtags. So... Over time, she made this spreadsheet and essentially you could categorize your, your hashtags in a few different ways. You could press a button and it would shuffle your hashtags for you. So she started using this with her clients and they doubled their reach. So she was super excited and, you know, she shows it to me and she's like, so she's just showing it to me and she's just so you know happy. And I'm like, Tanika, do you, do you know what you have here? And she's like, yeah. I've got a really good spreadsheet. As someone who loves a really good spreadsheet, I definitely appreciate that comment. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. But but as the programmer that I am, I was like, no, this could be so much more. If this is working this well as a spreadsheet, we got we to gotta make a web app out of this. And uh, I told her, you know what? It's just a spreadsheet. This will be an easy project. I'll have it done in a weekend. And I finished it six months later. <laughs> when was it that you started that? We started it like early summer of last year. So let's get into the logistics of it. There's so many questions I want to ask. Okay, first, let's talk about the app itself. Is it a, when we say app, I think we sort of just mean everything, you know, related now on a phone or a site or whatever. Is it a physical app that you download from the app store versus is it a web app that you access via a website using a browser? Yeah, this one is a web app. So I'm glad you asked that question because I know it can confuse a bit uh, people a bit there, but it's a web That's app. That's my product manager side. <laughs> I can't keep that in. That's... <laughs> no, no, I love that. Yeah, so it's but you can you can add it onto your home screen and it's very much designed for mobile. So it works really well on your phone or your desktop. Great. And then how do you set up what you wanted to do? I went through the process you know, I'm kind of figuring it out. How does it work? Okay. But if somebody was starting to use it for the first time and they know what their niche is, or maybe they don't even know what their niche is, how would the app work for them? Okay. So I'll start with uh, what I used to say, and then I can get into a little bit of what I released last week, which I'm super excited about. So essentially what it does when you first start sign up is you'll connect your account it's going to look through the hashtags that it finds on your account and prompt you to add them to your first collection of hashtags. And a collection is something that you use to organize them based on like the topic you're talking about or the kind of content you're making or what audience you're trying to reach. So 
it's it's all about organizing your hashtags so that you can then kind of have them ready to go and grab from different areas when you need them. I'm so glad you explained that process because as I went through it, it highlighted some hashtags that I had been using, which were banned. And I think that's such an annoyance for the reason that you would never know it was banned unless someone told you. And I've read before that certain hashtags are banned or not going to help you. Like, I'll just give a very basic one, like um, hashtag love. Okay, that makes sense. It's probably been used a trillion times. It's not going to help anyone. But other ones that I were, I've been using, which I believe, if my memory serves, were social media marketing related, actually showed up as banned. So your tool highlights that and points that out based on your old post, which I think is a very, very powerful component. You probably didn't even think about that or, or haven't spent that much time. But I think that's right off the bat a huge, huge win if you're starting to use this tool. See, yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way. And I love hearing that kind of feedback because... That's what actually brought me to our latest update is I asked people, which feature do you use most? Is it our competitor search, which lets you kind of spy on your competitors and swipe the hashtags from any business or creator account? Is it our hashtag search, which which just lets you look up any hashtag and get all the related hashtags for it? Or is it suggested hashtags? And everyone said that suggested hashtags is the number one thing that they use. And meanwhile, that was like, the feature I put the least amount of effort into and it was an afterthought. (laughs) Isn't that always how it is though? That's the 80-20 rule. Like it just, it always comes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So once I got that feedback, I was like, oh, I should probably make this feature uh, good. So now uh, you might not even have had had a chance to experience this is if you go and make a new collection, if you name it based on the topic you're going after or the audience or what have you, as soon as you make that collection, you don't even have to add any hashtags right away. It'll just su- suggest up to 100 hashtags specifically for your account. I have not seen that yet. I haven't made any post feed posts this week, so that would explain why, but that is really good to know. I'm definitely going to go and, and check that out. If someone is just starting to maybe copy and paste the hashtags that they've been using, and maybe they've been using those same ones copy and paste for a long time, maybe they built up a note and they you know they have a system where they swap it out, why is this so much better? I know what I think, but can you kind of explain how this would be so much better than that? Sure. There's there's a quite a few reasons to that. So it's a multifaceted answer for you. But first and foremost, if you're using the exact same hashtags every time, just copying and pasting from your notes. And no shame, I used to do it myself a lot. And that's what led me to wanting to make something like this. You're not going to be using the most relevant hashtags, and that's going to hurt your reach. Um, are you getting shadow banned or not? Who knows? But what I do know is that people viewing the hashtag can actually get your posts banned from the hashtag if you're not using, uh, if you're not providing relevant content. So that's, that's one of the big ones. Another thing is that. Wait, hold on, hold on. So if you're not providing relevant content on that post or relevant content on your account, and I'll give you a for instance. So I use hashtags related to Instagram news quite frequently, but not everything I post has to do with Instagram news. Sometimes it's Instagram strategy related, or it's a shift in a recommended strategy. I wouldn't necessarily call it news, but still my account generally is about that kind of thing. What would you say in response to that? Yeah, so it's it's definitely about more so the post than the account. Uh, and that's why that's why we focus on building up these different hashtag collections. So you could say I have, you know, topic A, B, and C, 
And sometimes they overlap. Sometimes you're talking about A and B, sometimes you're talking about B and C. And the way Hashtag Slayer works is you can mix and match the collections you've made. So you can say, I'm talking about this one and that one and the other one and bring them together. So you're always using the most relevant hashtags. But whether or not you end up getting flagged, that's going to be up to how picky people are who are browsing the hashtag. Because they can literally, they can click on your post and then there's a button that comes up that says, don't show for this hashtag. So if that happens to you enough, your post can stop showing up. In thinking about hashtags, I feel like we all used them so much more when Instagram was new. And when I say use them, I mean searching for content, searching for things, because you you didn't know what was out there on the platform. Search wasn't really at the level that it that it's at now. And so I think that sort of changed fundamentally. Do you find that a lot of people are either A, following hashtags, or B, searching for things based on hashtags? Because I, you, judging off my own personal experience, I very rarely search for things that way anymore. I think it definitely depends on your niche and who your audience is. Some are searching them more, some are not. Some hashtags are a little more uh, specific or community focused. So those are ones that people are more likely to look up, such as uh, I know in the like equestrian community, you know, all the, all the horse girls, they've, uh, they've got a hashtag called between the ears. And well, hold on. Any, I think anyone can be into horses. Let's not uh, <laughs> rule anyone out. If you're into horses, regardless of your gender, you will benefit from this hashtag. Okay, no, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. no, of course. Uh, it's just we have a we have a lot of uh, equestrians who use hashtag Slayer. So I've taken note of their what what they're up to, and hashtag between the ears is literally like point of view photos from horseback. So it's always like photos of between the horse's ears and. Makes sense. You know, you're not going to find that by using Instagram search. Uh, the other thing I would say is keyword search is primarily just for very generic search terms. And the content that it's going to surface is usually from larger accounts. So I find that hashtags are still very important, especially if you're in a niche and especially if you're a smaller or growing account. Got it. Okay. In your experience of working with Hashtag Slayer, actually, let me ask a different question. One of the things that I learned from you talking about hashtags on a podcast episode that I listened to, that the amount is not such a big deal. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I love it because that actually, that brings me right back into why we don't want to just copy and paste our hashtags, but I'll start with the amount. So what that is, is most people are just told to pick their hashtags based on, you know, how many posts the hashtag has. Does it have 5 million posts or 50,000 posts or somewhere in between? Um, lots I've of, recommended that myself. Yeah, lots of people do. Um, and it's it's because it's what you hear everyone else saying, and it's a very easy way to do it. So fair enough, but it's not accurate. So if you think about it, hashtags have been around for more than 10 years. So if a hashtag has 5 million posts, you don't know how many of that happened in the last month or the last year. It could be that the hashtag used to be very popular and it's not as popular anymore. And so what happens is when people base their decisions off the number of posts, they actually miss out on a lot of opportunities. There's hashtags that look much more difficult than they are. And there's hashtags that look much easier than they actually are. That is... <clears throat> Okay, I'm going to have to edit that. That is fascinating and not a thing that I knew, although it absolutely makes sense when you explain it that way. If you were searching for something that was very 
uh, time related, right? Maybe you were sur- searching for, um, I don't know, something sports related during the playoffs. That would probably have a ton of posts at that time versus the rest of the year, none. But it looks like there's millions because, you know, there's a playoffs every year. I'm terrible with sports analogies, so I don't know why I would use that one. But yeah, that's that that concept makes sense to me. Yeah, you, you definitely got the point there. Uh, so what you want to look at instead is there's a lot of different uh, variables that I'm looking at when hashtag slayer calculates the difficulty of a hashtag. But the two primary ones are first, the speed at which posts are being made. So by that, I mean, you look at the recent post section. Are posts being made every 10 seconds for that hashtag? Or is it every 10 minutes or every 10 hours? The slower that the hashtag is moving, the easier it's going to be to get seen because you're not just going to drop off that recent post section. And then the second part is top posts. We want to look at top posts and determine what their average engagement of the top nine posts is. So how many likes and comments does it take to get to the top of this hashtag? The higher that number is, the more difficult it is to get to the hashtag, uh, get to the top of that hashtag. So that's that's really what we're looking at uh, in terms of getting a much more accurate picture of whether or not a hashtag is a good fit for you or not. That is really interesting. Okay. So... One of the things that I've noticed is when I look at certain uh, hashtags and I look at the top posts in there, in some cases, those posts have not as many likes as I would have thought it would take to reach that level of being in the top nine. For instance, I might see one that has 10,000 likes. Okay, that makes sense to me. I might see one that only has 200 likes. And I think, well, that's not really that many. How did that person get into the top nine? What are you saying has caused that or enabled them to reach that point? I think one of the biggest factors that people often forget about is the velocity of your post. So how quickly are you actually getting engagement? If if a post is a slow burn, it's not as likely to hit the top. Whereas if it's getting engagement very quickly, you could hit the top posts within a matter of minutes. That makes sense. Is there anything you can do to help it become a faster burn? Make better content? No. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, uh, just really engage with your community. You know, having a having an engagement checklist to follow before and after you post is really important to the success of your post, just with your existing community and with getting to the top of those hashtags. Fascinating. Okay. Can you tell us how much does this product cost? How, you know, do people sign up? All that good stuff. Sure thing. So hashtag Slayer is approved officially by Instagram and Facebook, which means- Oh, congratulations. Need... How, how did you get that? Thanks. Uh, it's If you want to do things above the board, it's just a process that you have to go through. So we actually go through a yearly compliance review with Facebook. We've just finished up ours last month. And that's what actually caused Hashtag Slayer to take you know so much longer to build than I thought originally, because you have to build it integrated with their official data sets and- you have to mm-hmm. go through different reviews with them in order to make sure that you're using everything correctly. So, But that's good. It means there's not going to be any problems later on. It's not, you know, the app is going to disappear tomorrow because you were, you know, doing anything suspect. That's great to know. It's, it's got that official approval. Exactly. It's not, it's not a fishy one. There's lots of sketchy hashtag apps out there which uh, kind of get their data uh, 
in less than legal methods. So we, we do it the, the kind of correct and authorized way. And because of that, you do have to log in with a Facebook account. So that's the first thing I'll say. You need to have a Facebook account. You have to have a Facebook business page and that Facebook business page needs to be connected to your Instagram. So that's kind of the, the trifecta to connect in order to go through using this in an authorized and approved way by Facebook and Instagram. But therefore you can support both creator and business accounts. Yes. Yeah. Um, you can, you can connect it as long as you've got a, a Facebook business page. Great. So that's a, uh, that's kind of how you get into it. And as far as the price goes, you're just looking at $9 us per month and $7 per month for each additional account that you connect. So it works either whether or not you're a solopreneur or maybe you're a social media manager who has a whole handful of clients that you wanna bring on. Awesome. I have had very good success using it so far. I've used it a few times on some of my feed posts. And like I said before, I was copying and pasting hashtags. I was getting way more views from the hashtags than I have in months, probably years, I would say. Um, and so I definitely was excited to have you on the show and kind of talk about the product and how it works and everything. Do you have any things coming up that you can talk about? What can we look forward to you creating as part of this in the future? Oh, I love it. I don't know when this episode's coming out, but we'll see if uh, maybe the maybe the product's uh, already out by the time we hear this. But okay. We've got a few different things that are coming. One of them is hashtag snapshots, which I'm really excited about. Essentially, it's going to give people community-generated uh, historical data of hashtags so that you can see, okay, what were the top posts on this hashtag last week or an hour ago versus you know uh, a couple days ago or a month ago. So that's something that we're working on. And with that, because we're constantly tracking the, uh, the posts for these hashtags, will then be able to notify you whether or not you hit the top posts of your hashtags that you're using. Oh, how would the notification come? By email or DM? Yeah, definitely through email and just in the app as well. Just say, hey, by the way, here's how your posts are doing. Um, this will be tied into an insights dashboard that we're building as well. That's incredible. And actually, I think that's really powerful because you can have success with hashtags and not even know it, right? I might have been on the top nine for one of those 30 hashtags that I had been copying and pasting, but I would never know. Nobody's going to send me a message. I might get more likes and think, oh, where's that coming from? But other than that, I would never know. So I think that's really interesting um, to, to kind of have that data to, to look at and know that it's working. Yeah, absolutely. I was actually doing a live chat with a hashtag Slayer customer just yesterday, and she asked me for feedback on one of her posts. She's like, one of these did way better with hashtags, and I don't know why. And I started looking at it, and I'm like, did you know you're at the top of this hashtag and at the top of that one? And she had no idea. So I'm really excited about that. Other than that, um, we're also coming out with essentially like a LinkedIn bio page for anyone who's using hashtags there. So that's just going to come baked into the product so you don't have to use another service. So just you know, add all your links and have a single link right from hashtags there. That's great. It makes sense to keep everything in one place and, and kind of consolidate that. Matthew, this has been great having you on. Can you plug where we can find you online? Give us all your handles and give us the website one more time. Sure thing. So the place you'll find me is at hashtag Slayer app on Instagram, app as A-P-P. -P, so at hashtag Slayer app on Instagram. And 
If you want to find me on Clubhouse, just search up Matthew Pierce. I'm doing weekly rooms where I teach people about hashtags. So always excited to chat there. The website is hashtagslayer.com. And just for your audience, we have a coupon where they can get their first month totally free. So just put in the coupon code IG stories and you get your first month 100% off whether or not you add one account or you add 32. That's amazing. Thank you for doing that. Is the IG stories code that they need to use case sensitive? No, no, not at all. Perfect. Always just want to check on that, you know, not to, I've been there before where I've typed it wrong and I've wondered why. Okay, (laughs) great. (laughs) Do you ever notice Bitly's case sensitive? I don't understand why they would do that. It doesn't matter. Okay, Matthew, this has been great having you on. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and sharing all that good info about hashtags with us. Absolutely. Really appreciate it as well. Thanks, Daniel. Okay, that's going to do it for the interview. Did you catch the code that he said you could use on the hashtag Slayer app in order to get a free 30-day trial? It's IG Stories. That's the code to use. So make sure you use that. I will, of course, include it in the show notes so this way you can click directly to it and make your life easy. I'm all about making everyone's life easy. Thank you for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this content and you found it valuable. If you could, please leave me a review. You can go on Apple Podcasts in order to do that. Just look for the Instagram stories. That is the best way to help people find the show. If you would like to support the show, you can buy me a cup of coffee. Just go to buymeacoffee.com slash IG stories. Again, buymeacoffee.com slash IG stories, but I'll leave it in the show notes. Let's not make it complicated. If you would like to be a guest on the show, please send me a direct message at Daniel Hill Media. Or if you know someone who would make an excellent guest, send them my way. Let's connect. I would love to make that happen. Thank you so much for listening. I'm not yet a member of the Instagram team, but my podcast covers many Instagram themes. But the name, image, logos, are trademarks at Instagram. And the LCC in the USA and every territory. Everything I publish independently. Until they let me run the team and start, I pay my salary. Not sponsored or endorsed, no lies, no fallacy. I use their logo with permission. Not malicious or callously, no trademark violation, filling all criteria. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Daniel Hill Media. Just remind me, we got connected. How did we get connected again? Uh, Daniel Harold. That's right. He has been listening to my podcast and he sent me a message and he was like, oh, you got to get on Clubhouse. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'm on Clubhouse. And he was like, you got to meet Matthew. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't don't know Matthew, but (laughs) I'm glad we got to to know each other. And and I'm really having fun using the the tool. I've been very impressed with it. Oh, that's great. yeah, I'm, I'm gr- really glad that Daniel put us in touch as well, because he did the exact same thing to me. He's like, you got to meet Daniel. And then he's like, have you met Daniel yet? And I'm like, okay, I'll get there. <laughs> so yeah, it's always great when you have someone like that. Yeah, the, the connection. Um, and by the way, I'm also really glad that you mentioned about it being um, officially approved and all that. That's a big one. And I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't know if that was the case or, and I didn't want to assume anything. I've definitely talked with other companies about products they have that are unique. And then I ask, you know, how does this work? Is it approved? And one company, and I don't want to put anybody on blast, but one company said, oh, no, it's not approved by Instagram, but but don't worry about it. We've been running for years. I was like, okay, well, I'm not really comfortable to recommend that to an audience if 
you know, suddenly their account gets banned and well, Daniel recommended, that, you know, like, I don't want to do that. So um, I, I really appreciate you adding that, that extra layer. Yeah, thank you. I, I've noticed it adds a lot of confidence for people. And it does put some limitations on what we can do, of course, like actually, the one big hashtag uh, app that everyone always thinks of, they're approved by Facebook. But I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that they break multiple rules. <laughs> they just kind of dance around it. So it's it makes things move a little slower for, for us, but I'd rather do it in a sustainable way. I give you credit for doing it above board. That's that's the best way. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. And I, honestly, I'm glad to to hear the, the product's been working well for you. If you ever have any feedback or questions, anything like that, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I definitely will. Um, I definitely will. 